Welcome inside another episode of the Sherwood Park Crusaders pregame show. My name is Zach Marks. Pleased to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Dawson Patrician. And Dawson, Sherwood Park, uh, mixed results coming out of the home-and-home home series with the Drayton Valley Thunder over this past week. A 3-2 shootout loss in Drayton Valley on Tuesday before bouncing back for a 2-1 win the following night in Sherwood Park. Uh, Evan Arnold and Jaron Denoyers potting the goals for Sherwood Park in the win. While Caden Shabbat got the lone marker on Wednesday, that'll be the game we focus primarily on. But Sherwood Park does pick up three out of a possible four points in this two-game set with Drayton Valley, which is very solid for the Crusaders. Every point matters as we get deeper into this season. And you and I especially, we've been talking about it all year. The standings, points, they matter no matter when you get them. Sherwood Park currently with an 11-point lead on the Grand Prairie Storm in the North Division uh, playoff hunt. They do have a game in hand, mind you, do uh, Grand Prairie. So, as we mentioned on the broadcast on Wednesday, nine-point buffer at this point could be 11 after Grand Prairie plays their extra game. But Shore Park is getting close to potentially locking up a playoff spot here in the near future uh, if they can continue to play the way that they have this season. Well, this last couple, uh, stretch of uh, games, these past two, in fact, with Drayton Valley, both games played very well. Uh, Sherwood Park strong on the puck in both games. I felt their neutral zone play had really improved uh, on Wednesday night compared to what we saw the last time they were at home against uh, Grand Prairie last Saturday. It seemed as though this was a team that was controlling the play for much of it against Drayton Valley, which is not necessarily an easy thing to do. Uh, for sure, especially with, with Sherwood Park, they did outscore uh, or, well, outshot, pardon me, uh, Drayton Valley in the first game by three. They get outshot uh, last night. Granted, a lot of a good bulk of those 11 shots in the third period for Drayton Valley did come in the final minute or so of that, um, well, final two and a half minutes of zone time that Drayton Valley was able to have. But Sherwood Park, on the back of some solid goaltending from Gus Bylan, able to pull off the win. Uh, Lachlan Gordon got them into a into the shootout on Tuesday night. Jackson Berry starts both games for Drake Valley, plays very well, uh, making a total of 29 saves in Wednesday night's effort, and then he makes 32 in the game in Drayton Valley, so 61 shots or saves over the course of the two games. Very solid outing for him. Whereas Sherwood Park going with uh, with the uh, different starters in both games, one gets them to a shootout. Gordon played very well on Tuesday night, and then Bylan puts up a very very solid outing for himself uh, on Wednesday. So Dawson, what did you notice over the course of the two games? Because I know you were able to watch both. What did you notice difference wise between the two games? Well, in in the first game, I think they they really let go of what brought them success in the first period. It's the first period they really drove the play, highlighted by a fourteen to three shot total in favor of Sherwood Park. They did kind of let it go a little bit in the second and third, uh, fourteen to eleven and twelve to nine in favor of Drayton Valley. But uh, I think in in the first period they were. They were really solid. They were getting pucks in deep. All the all the you know, the hockey cliches. They were cycling well in the the offensive zone, as well. Uh, Mitchell Joss getting right in front of the net, poking uh, poking the puck by 
Jackson, Barry, Michael Loveson on the power play as well, going one for two in that matchup. So pretty solid. And uh, on Wednesday, a good, uh, good bounce back, as I'm sure they would have loved to have blown Drayton Belly out of the water, but still a gutsy win, uh, as we have described it, as the, uh, the late or just over the halfway mark of the third period, Kid Chabot making it 2-1 after the goal from Jaron Denoyers. And credit, uh, credit Denoyers, as I don't think this was noticed on the broadcast, but his first goal in 18 games uh, last coming, I believe, mid-December. Uh, so great, uh, great on him to get that monkey off his back. It's just coming to Mitchell Johnson, Roman Cherniak, and really just getting, getting in Jackson Perry's face uh, just shot after shot after shot. And uh, like you said on the broadcast, Zach, the goalie's only responsible for the first one, maybe two, but anything after that, it's uh, it's on the defense for uh, for clearing that out. But uh, really taking advantage of that Drayton Valley defense and as well, uh, the fifth game in six nights for the Thunder. So I think they, uh, they played them well, played them accordingly, and really that's that's all they needed to to get into uh, to get into the win column again. And uh, talking to uh, head coach Jeff Owicka briefly before practice today, uh, he said it, it felt like playoff hockey, and I think I'm inclined to agree. It was a very close matchup, and even though it's not likely these two teams play each other in the first round, it could be a very exciting series should it happen. Yeah, no, Sherwood Park is likely tied down to the seven seed if they make the uh, should they make the playoffs obviously it is still possible for them to catch Lloyd Minster and even white court but both teams would have to go on a bit of a losing streak and short park would have to go on a pretty big heater to catch uh eight an eight point difference between uh Lloyd Minster and Sherwood Park currently uh Lloyd Minster does have two games in hand and uh Sherwood Park nine points back of white court uh, they have played the same amount of games, so there is some, there is a possibility, but likely will play either the Bonneville Pontiacs, who are this weekend's opponent, and we'll get into that in just a moment, or the Fort McMurray Oil Barons. So at this point, they would have to pull themselves up into fifth place to take on the Drake Valley Thunder in the playoffs. It is possible that they could meet later on in the postseason, but obviously that comes down to matchups and what and uh, how the bracket works and all that. So. Sherwood Park, though, uh, as you mentioned, just a, a gritty performance, and it was something that they really needed to uh, achieve after some some tough home games um, where they were outscored heavily in both games. Just not the type of performances we've grown accustomed to. Sherwood Park is typically a pretty stingy team when it comes to allowing the other team uh, to score, especially on home ice. They have been solid this year. Uh, 183 goals against, which is second most in the North Division, but still a very solid number. Um, they've won a lot of their games 2-1, 4-2, that sort of thing. So when they can, when they're able to keep the team off uh, low, uh, when they're able to keep it a low-scoring game, they do have a habit of coming out on top. Now that being said, um, what wasn't br- I did not mention Jaron Denoyer's uh, uh, first goal in 18 games on the broadcast, which, again, props to him. What I did notice uh, on the broadcast and what I brought up, and pardon me, what I saw after the fact, after going back and rewatching the tape, was that I was correct in my three attempts untouched as 
the two defenders hustling back for Drayton Valley both skated past the net and were unable to make a play on either of the rebounds from both Cherniak and then Joss's shot attempts, which allowed Denoyers to pot it. So capitalization on those types of chances is going to be huge down the stretch for Sherwood Park and being able to do what they did is going to be vital, especially heading into the playoffs, the ability to hang on to a 2-1 low-scoring hockey game. Now, part of keeping your team or the opposing team low on the score sheet, well, that a good chunk of that comes down to your goaltender. And on Wednesday night, Sherwood Park had the better of the two in Gus Bylan. And Dawson, you caught up with him ahead of practice on Thursday to get his thoughts on the most recent result, as well as looking forward ahead to this weekend's matchup with the Bonneville Pontiacs. I'm here with Crusaders goaltender Gus Bylan. And Gus, 34 saves for you last night against the Drayton Valley Thunder. Uh, can you take us through that one from, uh, from your point of view in the crease? Yeah, it was a great effort from us. I think we got on them early and we were, we were pressuring them very well. So it was a good win and it was, it was good to sneak it out 2-1 for sure. And, uh, going into the last half of the period, specifically the last five minutes, uh, the Thunder really pouring it on. Uh, how did you see that one, and, and uh, how is it, you know, trying not to, to fold under pressure as, as you did very well? Yeah, it's just kind of a thing where I look at the next shot and, and focus on that no matter how many I'm getting. I'm, I'm just kind of always dialed in. And, yeah, they, they were putting a lot of shots on late, but I just stuck in there and just kept doing my thing and treated it like the first period, to be honest. So, yeah. And uh, having not played in Sherwood Park last season, the return of uh, goaltender Lachlan Gordon, uh, did that affect the, uh, the tandem that you and Merrick had going on, or was it just, a, just another addition to add to the rotation? Yeah, it's just another great addition, and you know he's stepped in and been really good for us too. So it's been great for, for, for us as a team, and we've been, we've been really good, I think, all three of us lately. So... It's been good to get him, and he's a great locker room guy, so so it's been easy transition for him. Yeah. And uh, heading into the last uh, couple of weeks of the regular season, uh, heading off to Bonneville for a home-and-home home set, uh, they've been you know pretty hot lately. What do you think the team needs to do to uh, collect those four points over the next couple of games? I think it's all about effort and, and consistency. You know, like usually we have a good first and second, and and we're kind of we're ready to go in the third but we've had some struggles in the third as we've been up or if we've been tied and going into the third so i think it's just finding that that full 60 minutes and playing that full 60 minutes and i think we get the job done against them big thank you to gus byland for taking the time to chat with our dawson patrician ahead of tonight's matchup with the bonneville pontiacs we're not sure who's getting the start tonight but uh, we do assume it will be one of Lachlan Gordon or Gus Bylan. They seem to have taken over the 1A, 1B type of role. Um, although I would not be surprised to see Merrick Patrani make a return to the Crusaders net uh, at any point in the near future. Um, but moving on to this, they got the Bonneville Pontiacs. And this is a team that Sherwood Park has played pretty uh, decently this season. Um, at least in my memory. Could... Bonneville, eh, one and two, not not the best, but they do have three games to rectify that as they look for ahead to the rest of this season, just trying to fight for every uh, spot they can. The lone win, actually, uh, coming in 
uh, home Jeff Wojtka's hometown of Vermilion, Alberta. A, uh, I believe, 4-2 win in that one that saw Ty Hurley, now with the Swift Current Broncos, score his first career junior goal. Uh, but a 4-1 loss on October 17th at the Sherwood Park Arena. So this is the last time uh, this Saturday, pardon me, will be the last time we see the Bonneville Pontiacs in the Sherwood Park Arena in the regular season. And then a 5-2 loss at the RJ Lalonde on November 24th. And then the aforementioned 4-1, or pardon me, 4-2 win on December 3rd in Vermilion. So two teams that haven't seen a lot of each other. They'll see each other three times in the next month uh, as Shore Park and Drake Valley have just completed that. Uh, two of those three games, Shore Park will now complete two of the three with Bonneville. And Bonneville's coming in uh, off a 5-1 win over the White Court Wolverines. Two for five on the power play in that game for the Pontiacs. Uh, Matayo Giamba gave them the lead uh, very uh, late in the first period, actually. And then a pair of power play goals, one from Cash Rasmussen and one from leading team's leading scorer, Sebastian Tamburo, put it, made it 3-0 uh, heading into the third. Ryan Cobell and Justin Stathopoulos would eventually make it 5-0 before Dylan Leslie broke the shutout with about a minute 12 on the clock to get at least a little bit of uh, benefit, if you will, for this game for Whitecourt. But uh, Bonneville... They're coming away with a big win. They're going to be very uh, happy about this win moving forward as they look to hold on to their spot in the standings. Uh, and again, every game will be, will we will discuss the playoff picture because it matters. Bonneville, four points back of the Fort McMurray Oil Barons. Same amount of games played. All they need to do is find the, find another gear and hope Fort Mac falls a little bit and they could have the second seed and this could be a matchup we see come March. So lots riding on these games down the stretch for every team, because quite frankly, no team is hundred percent out of it anywhere in the league. Uh, Olds is still is nine points back of Calgary, but they have two games in hand. Sherwood parks only nine, uh, 11 points up, pardon me on grand Prairie. They're only, and then like Fort McMurray in still is only seven points back of Spruce Grove. So there could even be some shuffling at the top. I Drumheller will not catch Brooks. So Brooks is the only team that knows exactly where they'll be playing uh, or way, where they will finish come the end of the season. So anything is possible in this sport. And it starts with the rest of the regular season, mainly Sherwood Park needing to get as many points as they can to lock down the playoff position as soon as possible. And, and Bonneville as well. I mean, you mentioned they're they're chasing Fort McMurray. They've been on an absolute tear as of late. Eleven of twelve points in their last six games. The only one coming in a four-three shootout loss to those very same Fort McMurray Oil Barons, who, uh, if I'm correct, the only team to have not lost in extra time this season. So, props to them. But uh, and another storyline to watch as that game in Vermilion uh, back on December. 3rd, third uh at least for sherwood park that game seemed to be a little bit of a uh who's who of uh players that aren't on the uh aren't on the team anymore as you mentioned ty hurley uh bodie Hagen, carter chorney while bonneville has been largely the same uh the only uh additions I believe alex denis from fort mcmurray as well as uh ryan dugay from white court and Bonneville is a very solid team, but uh, 
in in Vermillion, a 5-2 win for Sherwood Park. And they they controlled a lot of that game. I think they they played very well. They played as a team, as they should. And Sherwood Park has a very good chance to kind of slow the momentum of Bonneville. And at least in in the next couple games in this uh, home-and-home series, they can try to decide their own fate as to who they're who they're going to play in the first round of the playoffs come March. Yeah. But, and both teams control their own destiny at this point. And it's going to be interesting to see how well every team in the league, but specifically these two respond to that in this home and home uh, tonight, Friday night in Bonneville. And then Saturday night, you and I will have the call from the Sherwood park arena in well, Sherwood park for the crusaders, I believe third last home game of the regular season. Um, so Time running out for the home ice advantage, so to speak. But Gus Byland made the start that night for the uh, Crusaders. He made 24 saves in that game. Uh, the crew outshot Bonneville by 37 to 26, helped in large part by a second period that saw them outshoot the Pontiac 16 to 8, even though Bonneville outscored them in the period by a 2 to 1 margin. Sherwood Park was able to capitalize on a power play goal from Bodie Hagen, and then Mitchell Joss sealed it with the empty netter with about 20 seconds remaining. So that's the last time these two teams have seen each other. It's been two months as of as of thir- uh, filming this today on Thursday. So lots has happened. Sherwood Park has made some additions. As you mentioned, Bonneville has remained largely unchanged. And a good number of these additions for Sherwood Park have played pretty big roles already. You've got Michael Loveson, who has been a pretty solid offensive addition. You've got Lachlan Gordon, who's come in as a third goaltending option and has given uh, Jeff Wojtka and Adam Surgery time to think about who they want to play each game. So, and just some extra help with the likes of Jace Benby, Wyatt Marlowe, Matt Morgan have all played roles so far, but one, the one name that I think has stuck out the most of all the additions Sherwood Park has made is Giuliano Santalucia, an 0-1 defenseman. He came over from Black Falls in the Tyler Bates trade, and that was a big move for Sherwood Park, bringing in a guy like Santalucia for a pl- potential playoff run, as well as a younger forward in Jace Benvy. But the real thing that I've noticed is how Cade Christensen's play has evolved since being partnered with Santalucia. And that's been a big uh, storyline for me that over the last month or so since the trade went down is Christensen seems a little bit more invigorated. He looks like he knows he can go back, go up on the rush, join the rush whenever he can and know that Santa Lucia is hanging back. He's going to play that stalwart defensive role, which will give Christensen time to get back on D. So we've seen it a lot over the years with Sherwood Park having such an active decor with the likes of Reed Irwin, um, Mike Benning a couple years ago this year with Ashcroft, Caleb Dick, even Austin Cook to an extent, they all can rush the puck. But San Lucia has played a big role in allowing Christensen to find that ability to join the rush. And Dawson, you caught up with Christensen to see how he feels the addition and partnership with San Lucia has affected his game over the last month. And looking ahead, of course, to this two-game set with the Bonneville Pontiacs. I'm joined here now by Crusaders defenseman Cade Christensen and uh, a gutsy win 2-1 over the Drayton Valley Thunder in regulation. What was the last half of the third period like trying to trying to hold down the fort? Uh, yeah, I think um, 
for sure. You know, Drayton's a good team, but I think, uh, you know, as a team, we played well. Gus, Gus was good back there. He backstopped us for sure, uh, made some big saves. And then uh, as a team, I think we were just focusing on, uh, you know, making sure we did the right things, did the simple things, kept the puck out of our net. And, um, yeah, I, I think it was, a, it was a gutsy performance and a win we definitely needed. And uh, uh, the penalty kill, now uh, a bright spot last night going uh, two for four on Tuesday, but four for four last night. Were there any adjustments that you guys made uh, uh, from the night before? Uh, no, I don't think I don't think uh, anything too major. You know, Serge does a good job of uh, making sure our penalty kill is uh, on point and ready to go for every night. You know, we do some video and, you know, watch their power play. But um, I think uh, it comes down to just uh, buying into the system and buying into what we need to do and everybody contributing. So uh, I think, um, uh, yeah, we did a good job yesterday and uh, hopefully we can keep that going. And uh, as, as far as your game goes, you've been uh, really showing the ability to play uh, up and down the lineup, which is impressive as it is for a rookie. But uh, lately you've been spending a lot of time with uh, AJHL veteran uh, Giuliano Santalucia. And uh, what's it like, you know, learning from him, somebody who has uh, as much as, as as much experience as he has in the league? Yeah, Santa's a great guy. I mean, uh, I really look up to him and uh, he definitely has a lot to offer and a lot I can learn from. So I really enjoy, uh, you know, playing with him and even just in the locker room, you know, getting to know him, talking to him, uh, experiences and stuff like that. And um, but yeah, I think uh, overall Santa has definitely helped me this uh, this last little bit since he's been here and just, you know, maybe, uh, you know, keeping my game calm and, you know, uh, keeping me, uh, you know, in it at all times. And uh, I think that uh, I've definitely benefited from him a lot. And heading into the next set against the uh, Bonneville Pontiacs, a team that, you know, they've collected 11 of their last 12 points. They shut out Brooks uh, a couple games ago. Uh, how do you guys prepare for uh, a team that's as hot as they are right now? Yeah, I think uh, I think we just kind of we focus on ourselves. And I mean, uh, I feel like uh, if uh, if we do if, if we do the right things, we play our game, then we can play with anybody. And uh, I think uh, Bonneville's no different. They're a tough team to play against for sure. But uh, I think, you know, today and then uh, into tomorrow, we'll just be focusing ourselves and making sure we're ready to go. And uh, uh, you know, dialed in for tomorrow night and uh, Saturday. Once again, big thank you to Cade Christensen and Gus Byland for taking the time to chat with our Dawson Patrician uh, ahead of practice on Thursday. And some enlightening stuff from Christensen in regards to his relationship with San Lucia and both guys very well, the whole team excited for this uh, next month or so of just hockey as they push to make a point for the playoffs. So should be an interesting next couple of weeks for uh, the Crusaders, for all of their fans, and for us, the media crew, following them around and just seeing how the rest of the season will play out. But that'll do it for us here on another episode of the Sherwood Park Crusaders pregame show. Keep it locked to our social media at SB Crusaders on both Twitter and Instagram, Sherwood Park Crusaders on our Facebook page. If you can't make it out to the Sherwood Park Arena, you can catch Dawson and I live on Hockey TV where we'll bring you the action, or you can head down to Average Joe's for the road games, and as those will get uh, up on the big screen. Keep it locked to our YouTube as well, Crusaders TV, where we post game highlights, post-game content from the Crusaders uh, home games, as well as highlights from every road game as well, and wherever it is you're listening uh, from or whatever you're using to listen to us, whether it's Spotify or Apple Music, we appreciate you tuning in. And we'll see you next time here on the Sherwood Park Crusaders pregame show.